Hey everyone, welcome to More Than Mises. Guys, this podcast is a journey through Transforms from the beginning of the animated series with two old friends coming at it from different perspectives. Together, we will go episode by episode with the occasional extra to look at how the show holds up or if it is a trap of nostalgia, which it usually is. We'll be looking at all things involved in the episode, whether there are real world factors that crept into the writing or if the episode was typical afternoon cartoon fodder. I'm Evan, I'm the lifelong fan, I'm familiar with all aspects of the franchise and the fandom. And Ed here, he knows of it. He heard me drone on about it. So, uh, but it was really nothing he got into. But uh, thanks for being here, everyone. And Ed, how are you doing, dude? I've heard of Transformers in the past. Yeah, you have heard of them. Someone told me about them. I, yeah. I, well, you know, uh, I, I've heard of He Man, but I don't really know. I ever got into it, you know. He Man's cool. He Man was, a, he -Man was well, a cool guy. Actually, the uh, the original incarnation of He-Man was really neat. It was very, um, very, I don't know, um, Buck Rogers meets, you know, um, Conan kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really I, I like that though. That's that's my thing though. So, hey man, so um, I wanted to touch on something before uh, before we kind of went forward because I know you had something you wanted to speak on there, but um, but there was something that I had written up that I really wanted to. Uh, oh, by all means. Uh, I really wanted to get this out there because a couple of weeks ago, Jehu from Real Phonies was on. And we talked about the movie The Iron Claw, and mm -hmm. he, he he was like, "Oh yeah, it's a you know it's a we're talking about you know a, a bio. It's a good biopic." Um, and but the thing is, is that he and everybody on Real Phonies pronounces the word biopic biopic, and they all like all three of them on that show say it. And, and when I first heard it, like I'd literally never heard anyone pronounce that word biopic ever okay. in my life. Yeah. And, but it made me doubt myself. So I, I like, it was a core thing that was just shaken because I, you know, I'm, you know, I'm in my forties and I'm like, like, this is just how you say, you say it biopic, like there's a, a biographical picture, like mm -hmm. biopic sounds like there's something wrong, something wrong with your eyes or something. But it's like my middle name is the same as a really famous pop singer's last name, who's really a really awful dude, a really terrible pop singer. His last name is the same as my middle name, with the with the difference that we have two letters like transposed. Okay, and so you know, for like thirty something years, I knew how to spell my middle name; everything was fine. And then that dude came out, and I was like, so every time I write my name now, I'm like, how does how do I spell my name? Like, like, dude, it's it's fine, you know. Um, Ted Nugent's gonna be Ted Nugent. You can't help that at all, dude. If my middle name was Nugent, <laughs> <laughs> what cat's got Alas, Ted Nugent didn't come out, you know, like ten or eleven years ago either. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, he may as well at this point. Come on. Yeah. Um <laughs> well save that. Yeah, it really uh so um, yeah, that that's really been kind of um yeah, so real phony is I'm calling you out. Uh so if you get you guys can okay. come on and defend yourself. That's actually kind of funny. Like I've act I've um I've said both because I'll I I'm one of those people I tend to pick up accents when I hear them and also word pronunciations when I hear them with so, little caveats, but uh yeah, so I mean I, I've seen I've said biopic and i've said also said biopic because biopic actually sounds it flows better to me but it doesn't really sound right as a word yeah i know I, yeah exactly um but see you also it, you though back in the day when we used to play dungeons and dragons together you were the first person that i ever heard pronounce the 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 D, &D name for the dark elves Drow? Like you you pronounced it dro back in d because it's it's okay R-O-W. And you back in the day, you said it drove. And I was like, I'm like, dude, I've been well, saying this word okay. since 1983. And yeah, so um I I this is one of the things where I picked up how someone said a word. Oh. I've been saying drow for a while, and someone said drow. Okay. Well, maybe I'm wrong, maybe it's drow. And I started yeah, thinking phonetically how it should be pronounced. It could go either way. I know it, it could. I don't know. But uh Do yeah, drow, drow is much better. It drow is better. Do you say yeah. golem or golem? Golem. You say golem? Golem. See, I always said golem. And then golem and, sounds and, so clunky. I, I think that's the way because it's a Yiddish word. It's an actual word. But, but I, I you know, but you look more Yiddish than I do. 
and that, that's not to say you look Yiddish at all, but uh, <laughs> so, uh, man, okay. Um, this is going to be a problem. I mean, you know, we can go into pronunciation of words, man. I, I was actually, um, my wife and I have some serious uh, issues when it comes to pronunciations. I, I say it's because she's from um, Oregon and I'm mm-hmm. from Florida and, uh, you know, people in the South, especially the Southeast are so much different than uh, people, you know, anywhere else in the U S mm-hmm. it's like new England has its own kind of culture. Pacific Northwest does California, Texas and the Southeast. Um, but this is going to, okay, look, first of all, I say this, everyone of you listening, if you feel like you want to, you know, um, you know, email us and pick our brains or beat us up a little bit about what we said, email Ed hits transformers at Gmail or more than meets these guys at gmail.com or just join the discord. Talk to us anyways. So, hey, so, but, but no, uh, the real important question here though, is since your wife is from the Pacific Northwest, does she say Oregon or Oregon or it's Oregon? It's not Oregon. Oregon? No one Oregon? says that. Up there. Oregon? It's, it's, it's like my ex-wife is from Bangor and it's not banger banger. No, it's not banger. It's Bangor, Maine. Bahaba. Well, that, that's, yes, yeah, that's Bahaba. That's different. Um, hey, do yeah, you say, uh, how do you pronounce G-I-F then? Here we go. This is actually the crux of how this all started. Oh, yeah? Once again, any of you who get pissed off at me or Ed or um, feel like you want to be heard, let us know. We want to hear from you. Um, so anyways, yeah, GIF is pronounced GIF. Sure. Oh, okay. I Jeez. pronounce it, I pronounce it heath like the Spaniards intended to. Traffic <laughs> <laughs> syndrome. <laughs> so yeah, so I, I, I get so much flack from my, uh, from my wife and my stepson who say GIF. I said, dude, if it is GIF, it's not graphic, it's graphic. But I, I know the guy who like eventually created GIFs said it's supposed to be pronounced GIF. I don't care. In order to the zeitgeist, it takes on a life of its own. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, she says, do you say GIF? I said, no, I say Jeff, but also I don't say graph. Mm. Um, you know, it's it's one of those, um, I feel like G before an I is a J. Or is a, or is a guh. So, God, I'm, I'm screwing myself up now. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a guh, you know. Hard, a hard yeah. but then yeah. again you come things with a giraffe and it's like it's well it's obviously a giraffe so i don't know um it's it's really a kind of a toss-up and yeah that's it's liz, liz long-standing um yeah things with us like you know mm-hmm. she'll say gif i say gif and you know she gives me a glare i give her a glare it's nice you know it's nice. we, we get along that way you give her a glare. <laughs> god i had to stop and picture the word in my head like Okay, yeah. Um, so there, there's there's these kind of things that you know we we think of in everyday life that we don't actually know. We really don't even think about them because it's just like it's with us. It's part of us. Um, you know, any kind of pronunciation things like that. You know, like um, oh god, a picture back here is crooked. Hold on. Yeah, I know. I saw that earlier. And oh, was gonna, um... killing me. So um, yeah, I actually uh, quick little side note. I made my desk can do an L desk. I put the front desk or it's in front of me way too far back. So I'm like laying back. I hit the picture over and over. So it fell. I had to fix it. Thanks for letting me know, dude. Come on. Really? Look, man, uh, look, I have my own problems with art right now. I re I read it on my art in my office and I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't know that I'm happy with it, with it. I moved my, I moved my Frazetta over and I, I hung up a poster from the cure show that I saw last year that I'm nice. finally got. Cool. Anyway, so we're we're just we're rambling here. What do you? Uh, so what were you going to tell? You said you had a thing there. And, I told you it was my fault. So you, you know, um, Danny, I'm sorry. We're taking half an hour talking about the things in our lives. Just first of all, and which I know I'm listening to you. I'm hearing you, buddy. Um, but anyways, uh, so do you have anything in your your life? You know, you are a huge Warhammer 40k nerd. You are a big mm-hmm. guy for um for tabletop games. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of your thing. You you love also doing models, airbrushing, and whatnot. Yeah, you, you have certain hobbies that you really love, and um, I'm assuming because you know, I I, I know she's such a, a cool chick that your wife has uh, helped and like she's she's embraced the fact that you love these things and like 
kind of encourages you with those sorts of things, right? Would I be wrong? Um, to an extent, um, it, it's one of those things that when it comes to like tools and that kind of thing, I'm really picky about that stuff. And so yeah. I usually end up, um, ordering a lot of weird stuff, especially from like overseas, <laughs> Um, like most of my airbrush parts and stuff I get um, are, are like weirdo Japanese companies. And uh, I get a lot of uh, my actual like brush brushes from either like England or uh, like Austria. Because um, I, I, I like to use Red Sable uh, paint brushes and they're there. You can't buy them in the United States. They don't make them in the United States. So you can't go to the store and buy them. So you have to order them from overseas. Um, but there was a time where I was I was really frustrated with building models. I was like extremely just angry and and I was like I'm not gonna like I, I'm I'm not gonna build it anymore. I'm done with this hobby. I'm I'm like I'm getting rid of all my stuff. And I think it was for my birthday that year or Valentine's Day or something like that. And she got me like a big box full of um uh like she got me some paints which are which is that's a gamble because I'm extremely picky about paint. Yeah, there's like three companies that I buy paint from. She got me some paints and they were paints that I, that I, uh, from a company that I use and that I like and, and that I colors I needed. Um, and she got me a really cool kit of the um, USS constitution. Cause she always wanted me to build wooden ships. It was not a wooden oh, nice. kit, plastic kit of that, but it was, it was, I was like, Oh, Oh, maybe, well, maybe this is, maybe I should just keep on building models. So I kept on building models. I still haven't built that constitution yet. Cause it's, um, it's it's kind of a pain uh to build because it's got string rigging and stuff and it's that's oh yeah uh, yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's, it's really yeah. cool though um so yeah you know um i don't know if anyone here on this uh, podcast knows this but i'm a huge transformers fan um yeah 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 so my wife she you know, there was there's over the years it's been like like really you have all the stuff you really you you love this this much okay whatever man and but i really feel like you know since the start of the podcast with you that she's really started to embrace the fact that this make, brings me joy. So for Valentine's Day, um, she decided to take on different projects. This is my Valentine's card holder. <laughs> okay, yeah, if you're so if you're not watching on uh, on the YouTube's, uh, Evan's got a giant uh, 3D like box made to look like Optimus Prime, but with hearts instead with of hearts Optimus. instead of the Autobot. Uh, logo. Yeah. It's, it's it's extremely cool. Yeah, and, she made me the whole thing. Like she took boxes that we had around the house, made it. And she apparently uh, found a bunch of Valentines online and she decided to give them to me a little bit at a time. I'm gonna hold these up for the camera. So when we eventually get this YouTube up, it'll be uh, you'll be able to see it. So the first the first one, well, it's from the today's stack, so I'm gonna read it this way. Um, and also you understand the reference. This is from Bumblebee. I'll do anything for attention. Anything. And uh, so, yeah, she basically, it's like, you know, a little tongue-in-cheek, um, you know, Valentine's. It all transforms themed. And I appreciate that. I was really considerate of her. And, um, you know, I um, actually, here's one of those great ones, actually, I love so much. If silence is golden, I want you to be priceless. Gears with a uh, finger in the air. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I appreciate that she, she really started to embrace the fact that uh, these things bring me joy. I was, I was, you know, also she, by the way, she also got me a mounted orchid because one of my other favorite hobbies is growing orchids. Um, so she, um, she got me that as well. So it was very considerate and very thoughtful. And she's had a fun time doing crafts that, uh, that, you know, involve doing things that are, it's very inexpensive and very, you know, fun. A lot of tongue in cheek and uh, it's kind of nice. She makes me realize that, um, like, for instance, I, I got a, um, a, uh, like a thing of like the lyrics from our first dance with the date of our, our wedding and everything um, on, on a uh, on piece of canvas. Looks really cool. Uh, the, the song was um, uh, the national I need my girl. Um, so I have that thing you know, kind of done up like that. Um, if, a few other odds and ends, but she, she said, I'm going to go do something crafty and dude, she's been all over it. It's been really cool. I've been enjoying the hell out of it. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's kind of nice when our, our significant, significant others, um, embrace our hobby. I mean, my ex-wife I met at a Transformers convention. So, I mean, obviously that was going to take a lot of effort and embrace that. But, uh, my, you know, my, my, my wife since, um, you know, since, you know, what year and a half, well, getting close to years, so a year and a half ago, a year and three quarters ago, she was not on the train already. 
but on the astro train hold on hold on wow all right there you go anyways oh, um nice. yes so uh when you said a mounted orchid though i thought you were about to say a mounted orc and like um like like on a on a boar or something like that like a like an I mean, I was, gonna, I was really a, a warg or an orc or, or a boar, maybe a warg or a boar. It depends on like the uh, setting. I, I can see both. Both, yeah. Uh, it's a little miniature orc and all a piece of wood with like, moss on it. Cool stuff. But you know, you know, that's kind of cool hearing. Like you know, Sam went out of her way to kind of find the the paints you like. If mm -hmm. I get a box set like that, and like I can see in your, in your background, you have your paint set up on a you know in a in a holder up there. Yeah. And you, you know, it's something you take very seriously. You know, your your forty k stuff also very seriously, and so you know, it's kind of cool when our significant others enjoy and embrace the things that make us happy. And uh, this, I mean, obviously, Transformers makes me happy. And she she actually told me that she's. I asked like I asked her why she came up with all these things. She goes, "Well, this makes you happy, right?" And I say, "Yeah." She goes, "Well, then I'm going to obviously, you know, help you with that," which is the perfect thing to say. That's and awesome. I. Yeah, and then I remember when, uh, you know you're having a hard time at one point. We used to come over and play you know games with you, um, like every every week, and mm -hmm. like and your wife was very much you know, like promoting that. She was very happy to see that, and these things may, mean a lot when they uh, your your significant other, your partner, realizes what they are and how how important they are. So that's always really kind of cool. Yeah, totally. And uh, you know, speaking of uh, things that are really held down deep in secrets, uh, the secret of Omega Supreme, right? Yes, this was so, David Wise. Uh, David, David Wise. We I actually we talked about David Wise multiple times. He, he's in a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. But he actually he has um. I don't think this is was this Buzz Dixon or David Wise who developed uh, a mega mega screen speech pattern. Maybe David Wise. I'm pretty sure it was David Wise because I would have yeah. remember I would remember Buzz Dixon. Um, yeah, he's yeah. actually. We, I, I follow him on Facebook. He's he's a lot of fun. Um. Buzz, uh, Buzz Dixon, is, he's great. He's, he's in our own right. We'll get into that. But uh, so I like that we uh, we start off with something like this, this, this rocket flying it into orbit somewhere and then landing like a SpaceX rocket. It like rockets and then like backs down. Okay, so, so this rocket takes off. It's a cool looking rocket, yeah. but you look at it and it's purple. So you, you know it's a bad guy rocket. This is yeah. a totally Decepticon rocket. So, but the see, you were talking about where it lands. So there's a chunk of like rock in space that it has like a perfectly flat like top. Weird, it's, yeah. it's like one of the islands from um, what's that uh, James Cameron movie that I've never seen? Um, Avatar. Oh, actually, it kind of reminds me of more of as uh, one of the islands from the game Joust. They're very much like the yes. Uh, yeah. Well, I I thought of. Um, Oh God, uh, Avatar! I still can't remember yeah. the name of the movie. Uh, yeah. Now, there, if you go to Disney World, there's a, a place where they have those floating like rocks or islands. They but the, the flat oh, cool. top. Yeah, it, it's 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 cool. Whatever. I've still never ridden the ride or seen the movie. Um, <laughs> I'm a very busy man. I don't have time. <laughs> no, no, no. I gotta stop for a second. There are things if you miss them in the first round, you will oh. refuse to watch them later on. I've still never seen Blair Witch. Which actually, you had to see it right then. No, it was actually, like, I, I will tell you that recently we 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 rewatched it. It holds up really well. You but, re um, you rewatched it. You'd already experienced the the phenomenon. Yeah, when it came out. Man, dude, I when it came out, it was a whole thing. Like it was the internet was like the wild west. I know. Wild, and there was this whole campaign. You're like, did they really die out there? What's happening? But yeah, it was actually really well done. Uh, but it I'm does sure hold it up really well. But what? you, but but if you oh. didn't see it, experience it, and, and as it was part of the zeitgeist, it doesn't really, it doesn't really mean the same thing. It's like snakes on a train or snakes on a plane. Snakes on a plane. If you didn't see that movie opening night and and throw rubber snakes at the screen and and that and happened, off, yeah, people. That's what people were doing the whole time. Oh my god! Uh, but it's if you just watch it on cable, you're like, this movie's dumb, man. Who cares about this? But if you didn't yeah. see that that night and and goof on, have fun with people because it was a meme. It was you know an early kind yeah. of meme. Well, I mean, that's it's like a Rocky Horror uh, treatment to it. Um, honestly, though, Blair Witch actually works still. But um, I hear, I hear Blair Witch Two is actually pretty good. Um, I have never seen that one. I, I kind of because I knew it wasn't the same kind of thing. I didn't really go into it. But um, yeah, I, I guess. I mean, you you were like famously like I tried to tell you. I talked about Ghostbusters, and you're like, I haven't seen it. 
Dude, what? I, you know, I, I was thinking it, it took me forever to watch that movie. And um, great movie. People kept like uh, Ghostbusters because people just kept every time I'd be like, I never got to see it when I was a kid because of this complicated story from when I was a kid. And every, oh my God, it's the best movie I've ever watched. I can't believe and, and people just, and it just made me want to watch it less. And so I'm like, ah, fine. And, but I had seen Ghostbusters too, like a million times. Oh my times. God. And it was on cable so many times. And I was like, well, Ghostbusters 2 is fine. Like, it's good and funny, but like, all right. I, I'm not going to like get in somebody's face and be like, bro, I can't believe you've never seen Ghostbusters 2. Um, but, and I, I think I finally watched Ghostbusters when I was like probably 30. And maybe a little bit after thirty, and I was like, after thirty, I was like, I think I think I was, I think it was two, I think it was two thousand five when I watched it, and I was like, it was pretty good. But yeah, um, you you missed uh, if you watch it out of order like that. I can see why you wouldn't like it as yeah, much. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't like. I mean, I like it a lot. It's a very good movie, but like, I don't like love it. Like, like I know people just love Ghostbusters. So I don't know. I I, th- I it holds a special place in my heart because I watched it when I was younger. Yeah. And as you grow up, you get more of the jokes and stuff. You get more of the the stuff, the humor in it. And uh, honestly, yeah, I, I don't worry. That's great. Uh, but yeah, anyways. Anyways. Back to this. Man, the rocket starts maneuvering the asteroid towards Earth. It like, it lands. Yeah. It starts. It like matches on. Yeah. It like starts shooting like little like uh, rockets maneuvering towards Earth. And the Constructicons exit. And. So- yeah, the way they come out is cool though, because they're like they're all like piled up, and like the ramp lowers them down. It's almost like they're kind of jumping out. It looks almost like the cover of a uh, Destroyer by Kiss, like when they're all like kind of. Yeah, like, it does actually. Like I love that cover, but yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so but apparently this asteroid has like gravity, so because they're just able to drive around on the flat part of this. Uh, weird, this, right? It's weird. I'll tell you what's really weird though here <laughs> yeah. is. We we cut to a scene with Megatron in the the, the Decepticon headquarters, and um, who's hanging out with him here? Well, I don't know. I like. Uh oh. Uh, dude. Whoa, there we are. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you froze up. It, it was funny because you were like, <laughs> like I'm gonna like I'm gonna make sure my laptop is top of the order, prioritized. Um, so yeah, <laughs> sorry. Back to this. Yeah, Megatron's there with sideswipe. Just hanging Why out. Sideswipe there. Dude, okay, if all the Autobots, Sideswipe Sunstreaker would have, you know, been cool with like you know, destruction and killing stuff because, you know, why not? We're not Decepticons. We're just hanging out with Decepticons. Yeah, you know, they're they're, they're like his, his little side piece. He's like, no, I'm not Decepticon, but I'm like... That, that was weird. Was this an Acom one? Yeah, well, yeah, well, no, I don't think it was. I don't think so. But, uh, I mean, th- we've had, like, animation errors since the beginning of the, uh, of the show, so it was really not all that unheard of. But, uh, yeah, so... Oh my gosh, what the heck, man? Okay, there we go. Everything like I guess since my stable, un- unstable connection happened for a second, like everything like went weird on my uh screens. Uh so yeah, man. Uh man, look, I know we've talked about this a lot. Cosmos is worthless. Oh, I, no, I'll we'll get to him in a minute though. Because okay. yeah, yeah. Megatron gives Astro Train this order. And he like turns around and he gives him this order and Azure Drain just like kind of stands there and it zooms in on him and he doesn't say anything for like it's like almost 10 seconds where it's just zooming in, but his mouth's kind of moving, and then he's like, Okay, Megatron. Who's <laughs> <laughs> like just zooming in? <laughs> he, he has that like kind of, that look on his face is like, uh okay. Um, you want me to fly into space. Like I gotta oh, fly. Okay. I, I have to fly into space. Um, 
So he sends them out there to scout for energy because there's energy coming on. There's energy emanating from this. So as we all know, uh, oh my God, we have another episode about Decepticons trying to get energy, which we, as we know, automatically deducts points. So I'm going to go ahead and strike no, them off right now. Look, man, I got to say they really went a different direction this time. And they really, they pulled that up. They did what we've been talking about for doing for years is mining energy from asteroids. I got yeah, no, it, it, it did turn out different than I thought it would, and and that, yeah. and so it it kind of landed because when 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 they dropped this thing, I was like, I I was like, I'm checked out. I don't want to. I'm not even going to watch this one. This is oh god. I'm just going to go ahead and uh, you know, I'm I'm just going to glaze over this one. But uh, but we'll get to how I felt. We'll get to how I feel about it in a bit. But yeah, yeah. Uh, the weird stall was pretty cool. I liked uh, I liked how he was he was kind of transfixed by Megatron. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> so, um. Uh, somebody's going to lead an all-out assault, but the subtitles called said that they were all out of salt. <laughs> and I like that. I'm so sorry I didn't look at the subtitles of this one. I completely spaced yeah, that. That was pretty. That was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> so Cosmos, 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 so bad, dude. This guy. He basically tells like Cosmos tells Optimus Prime what he sees, and Optimus Prime's like, "Go back and watch things and get more information." He's like. Uh okay. He tells him to go back and get hard facts. He did. He was spying on them. He got all the information. It's like Lone Ranger telling Tonto to go back to town and get the information. Already got the information, Kimosabi. I don't need to go back to town and get the information. I already have it. Go back. Go back and get the hard, back, the get, hard facts. I, I want you, I want something you can present to me. Like I got the hard facts. Empirical dude. facts, man. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, so there's this this is a great scene where um Optimus is there with Paraglide. And uh, he's he kind of explain he like kind of like you know ex, expo, uh, exposition towards Paraglide, and then he walks forward. The animation error is so bad; like he walks forward and it's huge. It was pretty... Perspective is like way off. Paraglide is there, and Optimus Prime like it's really big. Yeah. So he he says that he has to go talk to the only other Autobot that can fly into space. Oh, yeah. I'm like, this is Skyfire Erasure, and I am not having it. It's all over about that, that Skyfire, man. But I love it, though. Uh, Paragali goes, Omega Supreme sounds like a barrel of laughs. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he's not wrong. See, because his arms kind of look like barrels, see? Oh, okay, well, oh. I was going to stoic aside, but okay, it's cool. Dude, Optimus Prime drives to the force on a hill and calls for Omega Supreme like he's a Sasquatch. Omega Supreme. He talks like a so he talks like a Sasquatch. Why doesn't he, he live does. in the arc with them? Was he is he like is, is he, he free range? Is he a is he an all fresco Autobot? <laughs> he might be, man. He's big. Uh I, I, I gotta love this though. He comes over, your voice heard. Um, so cool. Um Whatever, man. Like your talk, premature disturbance, unnecessary. It, Optimus Prime wants, uh, like, so he's apparently he's been preoccupied with re revenge against the Constructicons, which First I have heard no of memory. It. What's that? First, we've First heard of it. Yeah, I'll say, yeah. I have no memory of this, but then again, my memory is real bad. So I was, maybe they touched on it, and I didn't. No, know they it. did not. But dude, I love that Optimus Prime just shuts this dude down. He's like, "Can you talk like a normal robot for once?" <laughs> And oh my like, god like, yeah just this once optimus prime i'll talk to you like a normal robot he could do like, this the whole time you know the whole time but the, the, but we find out though that the reason he he, that's, he speaks that way is because he's angry he's just obsessed with revenge so he does so he drops all the articles out of his like that's how mad i am like when somebody cuts me off in traffic i'm just like must pass car like <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is such a wonderful <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> but, uh, uh, so he's like just this one time optimus i will talk to you like i used to talk nothing's changed in him no. i thought maybe he get rewired and i remember this as a uh, you know younger watching this episode like oh they kind of messed with this head wire no they didn't he, he no, just didn't. says no i'm uh i'm i'm, I'm good to you know just do what i'm gonna do He's only got so much like, com like computing power that most of it has to be diverted to hate and, and revenge and anger. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. So, 
he goes into this cool story though about the uh how he lived on back when they were on cybertron, cybertron yeah i, I really like this it kind of starts building that uh the uh the, they'll do the world building for um uh cybertron and a lot of the uh the past kind of stuff i, I enjoyed this a lot this was cool um yeah. So, yeah, so apparently he uh, he worked on this uh, city that sounds like uh, Cartoon Bugs, uh, the Crystal City. That was pretty cool. It yeah. made that that skittering bug noise. The whole city made that noise. That was uh, must be real annoying to live there, but it was pretty cool. Um, but he was friends with the Constructicons. Yeah, um, which I'm like, I don't know, okay. Um, see, but yeah, um, oh, no, no, I, I want to hear. We'll get to we'll get to that. So I'll, I'm going to consolidate all my points into a, into a minute here. But um, okay, so, I'm kind of curious here what you, you thought. But anyways, yeah, go ahead. Megatron has a thing called the Rob uh, the Robo Smasher. And it's probably the worst thing about this robot. episode. It's like a big a robot appliance tentacles, and this was cool. I like I like this thing. I, I thought it was neat. <laughs> it, um, was the, uh, it was the hentai robot. Yeah, it was uh, very it was a very hentai robot. Uh, but yeah. there's this poor guy. Uh, this poor guy that. Uh, this robot with like spikes on it coming out of his head. Mm -hmm. um, he looked like like he was from like Heavy Metal Magazine, like a cool robot Actually, from yeah. Heavy Metal Magazine. Like he was like a robot truck driver or something like that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he looks kind of like Psykill. He has like a robot. He has like a robot mustache too. He has like a handlebar, like a yeah, kind of yeah. I see it's got that. It's got yeah. a, but he, he his voice sounded like a nerd, so it it took away from that. Yeah, but. reprogrammed guy, red and blue guy has a handle red handlebar mustache. Is my notes. Yeah, yeah. 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 He gets taken over, but he looks like Psykill. Uh He looks kind of yeah, like he does. Yeah, he kind of does. I, I imagine he looks. I mean, he, maybe he's like a biker. I don't know. Sure, um, and he's a. I kind of thought maybe he's like the. Uh, he's like a blue blue collar worker, man. Like he works, he builds roads and stuff, and he goes home and drinks, you know, Schlitz, and uh, that's how his life is. The equivalent of Schlitz, like Schlitz oil. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Old Fortran. Um, oh. Uh, so <laughs> Um, so here's here's the thing. So uh, he, Megatron takes this dude over and he turns him into a bad guy, and that's the last you see of him. I want us. I want an action figure of this guy. What does he turn into? What does he turn into? Like a jackhammer? Maybe, um, man. Um, like he probably does. Uh, considering Soundwave was like a light post at the beginning of the show, it was like it a sentry post uh, or whatever. But so here's the deal. So the the Constructicons get taken over by this thing too. Yeah, and so they, yeah. they go to the, they go to the bad side. Um. And they so they they're going to be sneaky and they go tell uh, Omega Supreme Omega Supreme's guarding the Crystal City. I don't know why the Crystal City is important. They don't explain that. It's fragile. It's, just, it's, it's what's in there. What's so important? Who cares? Don't build something out of crystal. Um, <laughs> build a, like build a diamond. You have I mean you have the technology. You can do it. Uh, anyway, so they go tell Omega Supreme that the Decepticons are attacking the Capitol, mm -hmm. but. The problem here is that these dudes are Decepticons. They rolled up the first time like, hey, friend, how's it going? They had Decepticon symbols. <laughs> yes, yes, they did. It's like it's like if if some Nazis come up and they're like, hey, man, how's it going? And you're like, and you're like, oh, hey, Nazi friends, how you doing? And, and then five minutes later, they come up, they kick you in the head with combat boots. Then like, I wonder why they did that. Like, because they're Nazis. Oh, you know? I'm sorry. I actually, I'm glad you went that way. I was going to say, you know, if I'm later to come up and like genocide you all, uh, that's, uh, you know, you should know. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, combat boots the also. Man. They were drinking beer from the SS Beer Works. You knew they were bad guys. <laughs> 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 Dude, I, I, as soon as you have another update about them, I got to hear it. The, I don't uh, have any more updates. I, don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, I, think, I think they're done. I think they're dead and gone. And oh, um, Saga has come to an end. Thousand dollars, three thousand bucks, dude. Business, PayPal. Uh, yeah, I, 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 they're they're probably, they're probably drinking uh the um um the Arielvisen um and uh they yeah, they're, uh, ill. um yeah 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 yeah, yeah PayPal to transformers at gmail dot com and let's buy SS Beer Works. I'm totally okay. kidding. We'll, Account we'll, link we'll to that. Partners. Don't send us money, dude. Uh, <laughs> no no no, dude, it's fine. But yeah, this was. a this was a cool uh, origin story for De for Devastor, Devastator, Devastor. It was actually. Um, uh, yeah. So yeah, man. Like Omega, actually, Megatron gets uh, gets you know he he Megatron gets the uh, Constructicons to lead him away from Crystal City, and so then they just go wreck it, like they just destroy it. Exactly. Which yeah, I actually I I. I I know it's a cartoon. I'm not supposed to get really caught up in the the um the everyday kind of stuff of it, but they seem to really value 
creating stuff. So I don't know. It seemed like very um, out of character. But, you know, they were just changed. Maybe they were kind of, I don't know, they were not, not quite right. But, man, Omega tracks them down for weeks. And then he, he yeah, he, tra he, uh, he traps them. He makes a hole in the ground and they drive into it. Like yeah. this is some, some, like some World War II tank procession <laughs> and they all fall into the hole because they can't stop in time. And so he takes them and starts like reprogramming them. Like this will hurt a bit. And uh, he just, he's just, I don't know. It almost feels kind of wrong. He's taking them against their will and reprogramming them. And I understand that, you know, it, it's, he's trying to fix them, but I don't know. And then like, uh, I think it's Scrapper is like, I feel sane again. And um, yeah, you know, that's, that's just, waiting for a betrayal oh yeah, yeah. he's like this, holding one of these like quit squirming and uh tries to reprogram <laughs> so anyways yeah yeah come to find out though that you can't break megatron's programming and even mm -hmm. optimus prime, even during this flashback optimus, you know flash back to the present optimus prime's like everyone knows you can't break megatron's reprogramming you're like like i think you can because i'm pretty sure that he's taken over some autobots before so pretty sure you can break it but but they, they he, he didn't have the Robo Smasher on Earth. You know the robot the yeah, Smasher yeah. is the is the MacGuffin for him to be able to reprogram anything. But uh man, the Constructicons will go back with Omega and trick him announcing their new form, Devastor. Devastor. And uh it's kind of dark, man. Uh they they he transformed they transformed it into Devastor. And uh they they grab uh, Omega Supreme and it, the yeah, the Robo Smasher was coming down off of this like kind of like overhang thing, and they're holding him and they're like quit squirming. Like they he they he said to them, he's trying to help them. So uh yeah, that was kind of dark. I, I really dug it. It was, it was it was pretty cool. Um yeah, I uh, I like that a lot. Uh, yeah. Um that was it was it was a cool origin story and like yeah, we didn't yeah. know anything about you know the backstories for any of these guys, so it was pretty that's, cool. That's one of they the were, cool they were, they were both guys that just showed up, uh, you know, yeah. the court. Season two does a good job of every so often you'll see a nice origin story, but then be be beware that it just gets on later. Uh like um remember the constructicons were built in a cavern in the in season one, but suddenly they're they were on been around since so, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah right, yeah. right yeah so, i figured that's, yeah i figured that's one of those uh i don't know those like elastic uh things there yeah. where it's like oh like, um, yeah yeah but yeah exactly. um so we we go we get back to the present and we've got um cosmos flying up to this asteroid but hey let me ask you this though man um yeah. do you know who bill cooper is you familiar with, with the name bill cooper uh william cooper milton william cooper uh, okay the only cooper i'm thinking of is from twin peaks agent cooper no um only if, if this guy was nearly as cool as uh, agent cooper from uh twin peaks okay yeah. um so bill cooper was this cons conspiracy nut uh from the uh the 80s and 90s he is kind of regarded as the uh the father of modern conspiracy ideals and thoughts he was he was like a proto alex jones type oh, guy he had a radio I, show i do know this guy because i they mentioned it on the last podcast they, they they have mentioned him a few times yes i know i know you're talking about yeah um so his whole thing was that uh he, he claimed which is accurately pretty sure it's accurate but he was an ex uh naval intelligence officer not so much that he did stuff stuff with this intelligence he was just like an intelligence clerk so basically his job was that he ran a filing room and uh, he claims that he has access to all these secret uh, uh naval documents um but so his but his whole thing though was that he had this elaborate scheme where he had ended up connecting like all of these different conspiracies together into one giant conspiracy okay kind of like how robotech was three separate series spliced together so this guy, in a way, is kind of like the Carl Masick of conspiracies. Anyway, uh, but anyway, the big overarching uh, overarching story uh -huh. in his conspiracy like worldview was that uh, aliens had, had crashed on Earth at Roswell in the in 1947 or whatever, and yeah. he had seen the documents that proved this. Um, but there were survivors of these crashes. And, and 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 other crashes as well and these uh these aliens had uh had met with uh, with earth leaders specifically they met with united states leaders and they cut this deal to where um the the u.s would allow them to uh, to periodically 
like abduct people in exchange for the aliens giving technology to the United States, which explains why uh, U.S. technology has has uh, has advanced so rapidly since the late forties. You know, because we had yeah. a you know period of like you know stagnation, then it's like you know, and now we're developing faster than you know we can even uh, keep track of or whatever. So. Yeah. Um, and uh, but the thing is, is that so if this sounds like the plot of the X-Files, this is absolutely the plot of the X-Files. Yeah, um, and, and yeah 100%. And uh, so this dude, but this Bill Cooper guy just like, that was his whole deal. And he was like, the dude in the in the UFO circles back in the day. Um, but a bunch of other weird things happened. And uh, he ended up um, having this uh, standoff with some sheriffs and got killed. Um, and, oh, yeah. Yeah. It was, it's, it's 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 an interesting story. But but see, that got me think that got me thinking, though, is that. If we go all the way back. Season one, episode one, Transformers. So that little spy bot thing, what's it? What's he called? Uh, Sky Spy. Yeah. Sky Spy is that his name? The one from the the one from the arc? Sky yeah. Spy was his name? I thought yeah. his name was like something one or something like that. Sky Spy? Military one is a computer. Okay, so yeah. uh, so yeah, so this this thing flies around and he uh, scans all these Earth vehicles, right? Yeah. He gives them as forms to the uh, to the Autobots. So he he goes and he scans like a a, a jeep and and he give and that's that's what Hound he maps that to Hound and mm -hmm. and uh, and on and you know on and on and on. He maps like a Lamborghini and gives that to Sunstreaker and 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 whatever. So um, which means that for Cosmos. He had to have scanned a flying saucer and it had to be a real flying saucer, which means really, if you think about it in the Transformers universe, Bill Cooper was right. <laughs> I like this. I didn't ever connect that. So, um, but uh, yeah, he, if I can draw your attention uh, to this, uh, this masterpiece, uh, this is a book here called Behold a Pale. I'm sure if you're not, if you're not watching on YouTube, I just showed Evan a really a uh, cool uh, version of the book Behold a Pale Horse by one <laughs> which is this is sort of the the, the Bible of uh, of modern conspiracy thought if you it's an absolute insane read you cannot read it it's just full of like scanned government documents and then like him rambling on and on and he reprints for some reason reprints the protocols of the elders of Zion in here and it's just it's Ooh. just it is a it's just a, a nut thing. I, I, I did not, I, I bought it on purpose, but I didn't go seek out this thing. I found that at a, at a flea market for a buck is, which is oh why my I, God. that cover is um, awesome. It's worth the, buck the cover is extremely. Yeah. If you, if yeah. you guys haven't, does Google behold a pale horse by William Cooper, that cover is fantastic. And if it was not associated with such a, an out there dude, then yeah. uh, that would make yeah. a super cool t-shirt or something like that so um yeah, it looks very um so, first edition D, D art it's, it's yeah it's very uh, yeah yeah uh, style um but uh <laughs> uh so yeah um in no way do uh either of us endorse uh, uh william cooper or his uh followers such as timothy mcveigh but uh Ooh, but yeah, but, yeah there you go i'll tell you what um i think what i do endorse though is the fact that this asteroid is somehow it's alive so optimus prime finds out that the yeah like a teletrans one teletran one is like um he's like after optimus prime sends omega supreme after it teletran one's like oh i finally finished scanning it by the way it's uh it's got organic material like and then he makes that geek perceptor scan yeah. again well of course yeah of course perceptors he, he's gonna have a, a purpose for all this so uh sorry trigger <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry my dude um yeah the uh <laughs> so he, he called optimus prime calls omega supreme after he founds out the asteroid is full of energy dense ore and uh omega supreme gets a murder boner and he fires he flies off dude he is so excited i'm gonna do this oh my god i'm so excited we're gonna get this big brawl between uh oh, and omega yeah so um omega supreme turns his comic off after Officer prime's like oh omega supreme omega supreme be careful it's, it's alive he turns it off he's like yeah yeah okay he left him on, he yeah. left him on red for all you um um alpha generation or generation alpha or Z or whatever millennials. He really, yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, OP was left on red, and yeah. uh, uh, Omega Supreme hits uh, this big power claw strike, and he, he hits uh, he punches a hole. He punches like a fissure into this uh, in this asteroid, and, and uh, oh my god, what in God's name is happening? Apparently, the asteroid was an egg. 
It was a Giger dragon, like a Geiger space dragon. It was, it was a metal cool. dragon came out of here. This thing from the cover of a heavy metal uh, album. Oh, it's so it cool. This thing. But oh my, here we go again with this. Uh, what What is organic? What is unorganic? So this thing was an, it was, they said that this was an organic rock. And but what comes out of this thing? A metal dragon? It's, it's, like it, it, no, it did it, no. It, it's all right. It's whatever it is. Um, but yeah, this there's a big space dragon, a big bug dragon, space guy. This is uh, this guy's super cool. He's uh, he looks kind of like um, if uh, if you got like if you put like Zorak from Space Ghost Coast to Coast on the cover of a Kiss album, this is what he would look like. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I could see it. His face looked a lot like totally Zora. All in silver yeah. and chrome. But uh, yeah, so man, uh, the Constructicons like, are trying to... How does Megatron put it? The ore... And he, he gets the ore and wonders how much energy juice is the words he used. Uh, mm -hmm. They can squeeze out the ore. That's He's fine. trying to squeeze juice out of a rock. I don't, I don't know. That's fine. No, it's, yeah. it's cool. I mean, it's, like, it's like electricity. You turn the juice. You turn the energy juice. That was the worst. No, come on. That was bad. It's It's I mean, this is fine as uh, as the the cool team we get. We get uh, tracks, beachcomber, smokescreen, power glide, and ironhide. Like this is a, a cool B team. Combination. It was, it, but it was a, it was a cool B team because uh, the space dragon is going to attack San Francisco. Like just they just randomly decided to pick an actual city this time. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess so. Um, it was going after Diane Feinstein. Um, uh, you know, we'll let the uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, the uh, he pulls a scene from Q. You ever seen the movie Q, the Winged Serpent? I've never heard of Q, the Winged Serpent. Oh God, it's this. Is that, really... Wait, is that one of those Ator movies? Was it an was it an Ator one? I don't know. It was a uh, it basically came out like I think in nineteen eighty one or eighty two. And it was just like um, this stop motion animation, like dragon gargoyle creature that attacked uh, buildings and stuff in New York. Oh no no no! I know Ator were these um, these like barbarian movies. Oh uh, no yeah no it wasn't that? It was a whole. They were like Italian or whatever. There's a whole series of them, but there was a really cool part where um, like Ator was just like Conan uh, the barbarian type guy. Yeah. And uh, so he he um, he's on this mountain and he needs to get off and go fight like the evil wizard in one of them. Uh, this was in the one called a Cave Dwellers. Um, so he uh, actually he he like chops a tree down with his battle axe and then he uh, he kills like a, an elephant and like skins it or whatever to make a like a glider. And so when you see him making it, it looks like the the like the Ewok glider from like Return of the Jedi, right? <laughs> like it's it's sticks and and like you know whatever. And um, but then like obviously you can't fly with one of these things. So like he jumps off, and they film like him like you know running with that thing. But then they needed some like stock footage of somebody like hang gliding, so they cut to like a dude, and he's got like a like a 1980s like rainbow colored like like <laughs> nylon like like delta shaped. <laughs> hang glider but they just to disguise it they like wrap some vines around the metal oh <laughs> it's real good uh yeah um <laughs> so good but yeah, yeah. like uh the the uh space dragon goes and, like destroys a skyscraper like the that was a weird skyscraper too it was like somebody transplanted one of the arcologies from sim city 2000 in there actually yeah it's not this good way to put it wow <laughs> Uh, Omega Supreme uh, hits uh, the rock bottom onto some rocks onto Devastor. That was pretty cool. Man, I like that. Yeah, I was um, waiting for you to that fill, you know, finish that thought. It was it was kind of a as a reach. I'll give you that. <laughs> uh, you know, it isn't a reach though. Is that uh, San Francisco is getting uh, getting ripped up here, and uh, they lost the Super Bowl last night. I was real bummed out that they lost the Super Bowl. Um, and no dog in that fight, so it was just it was just a game for me. Yeah, well, see, I, I kind of did, and uh, uh, it's too long. It's too long a story, did one also. Uh, but th there's a sign <laughs> for a place called Big Owls. Dude, I don't know what Big Owls Pool Hall. Owls. Oh, it was a pool hall. Okay, he, he looked. He looked like. Okay, do you remember the uh, the Godfather's Pizza commercials? I love them. Yeah. Okay, the Big Owl looked like the Godfather. He, loved, yeah, he did love the Godfather. You're right. Striped suit, you know, uh, you know. The typical like a uh, Godfather style hat and stuff. Yeah, he was except he's playing pool. And there's this like um there's this like um 
dancer girl sign there with it. Yeah. The next yeah. day. Yeah. Um, so, Hey, when I was in, uh, in boy scouts, uh, we, we had these field trips where like we speaking, so speaking of Godfather's pizza it's tied in here. Um, but, uh, we had, uh, we, our den mother was like, Hey, what do you guys want to be when you grow up or whatever? And, you know, like, uh, for some reason I said, I said that I wanted to be uh, like on the, like the SWAT team. So, and then kids would say they wanted to do whatever. And so I, like, for some reason, she just took us to the most low rent versions of, uh, of things related to those jobs. So like, we get to go like, like walk around like the police office. Cause I wanted to be on the SWAT team. Um, huh. and I was like, Oh, this is cool, I guess. But one kid said he wanted to be a chef and, um, so uh, for his field trip, we uh, we got to go and hang out at Godfather's Pizza and make our own pizzas and play video games. Um, Man, that's the thing about all the old uh, pizza places. They used to have like like Galaga or something up there. They used to have like one video game. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the Godfather's by, near my house when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, they had like it, it was weird. It was like a like a little split thing where there was a couple steps going up, but there was the bottom part had like five or six of the sit down, like the cocktail versions. Oh wow. It had a ton. Yeah, it was, it was real cool. Um, I kind of dig those. I just don't know which side to sit on because I've always felt like I'm upside down. Dude, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you know what else is upside down was that water tower that Omega Supreme threw at uh, at the vast store. That was pretty cool. He was pulling some <laughs> King Kong business going on. Like it was, that. was great. And uh, but uh, yeah, he shows Omega Optus Prime shows up to uh, stop Omega Supreme after finishing off the Stratcons, and he tells him he's responsible. This is your the you did this, man. yeah, yeah, man. He yeah, he's on the mess this up here. Yeah. yeah, he basically like he just dropped rocks on top of Devaster and like it's going to stop him. Yeah, Doctor Prime's like you're the only one who can help us. We need you to help me because uh, obviously uh, Teletran One's like, well, there's only one Autobot that can help us. Okay, so I was going to mention I was going to mention that. Yeah. So, um, like Optimus Prime is like in like pop culture, Optimus Prime is held up as this like one of the greatest leaders of, of any faction of any, uh, you know, any fictional, like, you know, cartoon or whatever. Right. But like, he didn't know what to do here. So he just had to have a computer be like, the only way to win this is with Omega Supreme. And he's like, Oh, okay. I'm going to transform and roll out. And uh, he didn't even <laughs> say transform and roll out. This dude, God, this dude is, I don't know, man. He, an off day. I think, man, I think he lowered his own stock a little bit here, but uh, I'll tell you who raised the stock here was, um, Megatron had to he had to view this battle from afar. So he had these binoculars that were like these they things were, were like twenty feet long. <laughs> these <things laughs> were comically big. This was like he had like some like Wiley e. Coyote looking uh, like binoculars or whatever. Like I'm surprised that like you couldn't see like his eyes in the end of them. Like uh, this was yeah, this was, this was, this was, <laughs> I can see that they were they were also purple. So you knew they were, uh, they were purple. They were bad. Yeah, they were bad. They were bad ones. Dude, I, I actually there's this great thing where um. Megatron is tr- is using his binoculars to line up a like a, a shot in space. He's going to try to kill Omega Supreme while he's you know in space and all this asteroid stuff. So he has a construction. Can you like make like a death ray with this uh, stuff? He's like, oh yeah, yeah, give us five minutes. So like construction like convert like this inner inner John converter thing into a whatever death ray. Optimus Prime and everyone else show up at the uh the where I guess Megatron's doing his thing and starting just like firing at him while Megatron's like look through binoculars trying to get aligned to the shot for Mega Supreme. It was the okay, man. Look, they Optimus, Optimus Prime is usually really bad at finding all these uh Decepticon bases, which are usually like, like have a huge carved out Decepticon symbol as the top of it. And you know, he, oh, yeah. he can't ever find those, but this one is just like you know, a little old airstrip or something out there in the in the woods somewhere. He can find this one no problem. Shows up right in the next time. So, I don't have to thank you. Uh, but yeah, but but I mean, it was one of those things that uh, you know that really wasn't the the, uh, the the main event of this. The main the main event of this was Omega Supreme versus Devastator, which is you know giant robots duking it out, like even giant, even more giant than than the yeah. normal here. But well, so. That, that- that's kind of like the uh that's one of those things that's carried on for um through like everything. Uh Mega Supreme and Devastator were you're you know kind of like at odds. So and there's other, you know, Autobot Septicons are always like set upon as as they get like their counterparts, their at odds counterparts. So yeah, this is definitely that. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Um but but th- so but the solution to this episode though was that they they figure out that the space dragon just wants to eat and but he 
explain the biology to me here. So this thing hatches out of an egg and then he runs away to find food, but then his food is the shell that he came out of. Like, why don't you just, why did he leave? Why don't you just stay there and eat, and eat, the, eat the shell? Well, I don't know, maybe, uh, dude, okay, first of all, okay, I've taken a lot of biology courses with real world stuff not space dragons. So um, I'm going to assume so that what you're saying is that you're not qualified to answer this. No, question I'm not qualified at all, but I'll okay. give you an answer anyways. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's like most people on the internet. Um, yeah. It basically like, it was like, there was a big fight going on. So I was like, Oh, I'm not going to be hanging out here anymore. I'm going to leave. So we, you know, the space dragon left and like looked at uh, San Francisco is like, Oh dude, there's so much delicious stuff there. I'm going to go to San Francisco. And while I, uh, I never been there myself, I hear a lot of good things about San Francisco. So uh, obviously it had uh, some good taste. I wanted to go some, to some, uh, some, you know, some West Coast punk shows. Wanted to eat some really good food and uh, hang out in uh, the Hayden, uh, Hayden Ashbury district. You know, some rice aroni, maybe. Yeah, we had the San Francisco treat. Right, right. Yeah, that, dude, uh, that is all it was. He was going for rice aroni. He saw a commercial. He's like, I gotta have it. Yeah. Rice aroni, by the way, is not rice, but it's delicious. Little pasta pieces. Is it not rice? I don't know. You've never had rice aroni? I, I, dude, it's been years I've had rice aroni, okay. man. Rice aroni is essentially like someone took uh, spaghetti and chopped it in little, like, little rice sized pieces. Oh, yeah. So it soaks up all the uh, flavor from the uh, the mix the or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's oh. terrible. It's I, I, actually, it's, it's awful food, but it's like one of those, it's like uh, Totino's pizzas. They're terrible food, but they're really good. Pizza rolls. They're, they're terrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they are terrible. Um, but I will tell you though that um, I always thought that uh, if if you, you if I was ever to build one of those like like a uh, Fast and Furious cars like a you know like a souped up like Honda Civic or something like that I think that like a I think that like a good name for it you know everybody puts like a like a cool name across the uh, the windshield mm -hmm. I always think that I always thought that Ricer Roni would be, uh, would be a good name. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh, if you drive a German car. I would maybe I would just, I would go ahead and do that. But uh, if, that somebody, a rice roni. Somebody can give me like schnitzel roni or something like that. <laughs> like, Jeez. Uh, um, yeah, that's oh uh, man. So, and that was it. Uh, that so, was pretty much. It was like tied up, nice, nice little bow, and like after surprise, I was like, I'm so glad you're uh, you overcome you overcame your hatred and you helped us. Mega Streams like yes, me too. You call me if you need me. I'll be in the woods. And that was kind of the end. He was, grow he was growing. He said he was growing. He should yeah. have just smacked Optimus Prime and taken over since he's better at this than Optimus Prime is. Um, man, I really like this episode. Uh, it, it, you, you got Devastator's origin. Uh, you got, you know, you get some backstory on Omega Supreme, who's a really cool character that I don't feel like they, like, he's one of those guys they just kind of bring out when they need some him to do Space that, that, that thing. You're like, oh, let's fly here or be this big dude that punches this thing. Um, uh, but, yeah, you know, I don't feel like we've touched on him as a character as much as uh, we could have. Um, you get a really cool oddball, Autobot team and a legit space monster so uh kid brain is gonna give this one four big owls uh, out of five uh, adult brain partially mad that i ended up spending time thinking about bill cooper uh during this <laughs> um but then uh, adult brain also remembers that uh in the last three weeks i have listened to probably eight hours of podcasts about bill cooper really uh, yeah, I um, I, I like to, to like. There's a glimpse into what I know of my my listening habits. Um, I uh, my normal podcasts that I listen to are, are usually either history, um, because I listen to a lot of podcasts. So that's how I take in most of the information that I take that I take in and news and all this stuff. So I, I mainly listen to um, uh, some some stuff about history, which is like there's a, like a series about World War II that I listen to. Um, I, I like Dan Carlin. Um, uh, anything that covers just weird oddball things, I like stuff like that. Um, I listen to Last Podcast on the Left, who talks about a lot of that kind of that kind of weirdo oddball stuff. Um, I listen to uh, I like political stuff, so I listen to uh, Behind the Bastards, and it could happen here a lot. And both of those shows have covered Bill Cooper, and so I for some reason his name came up and or be talking to somebody and I was like, Oh yeah, Bill Cooper. And, um, so I, like, I wanted to go back and, and like learn more about that guy because I remember that guy being like, I remember him being like a, 
like a like a thing because he he's the guy that kind of outed the term Area 51. Oh really? And okay. Like, hang, like, like yeah, and because uh, it, it's in it's in the book. You got to read the book, man. Um, I probably will never read the book. I, I like the cover though. I, I want to post. You can't it read the book. You, you it it is an exercise in madness to try to read that book. Um, and they even tell you because uh, I I think that Marcus Park read it and he's he said that he's like the best way to read it is to read chapter eleven and then go back and read chapter one because he start out of the gate he out of the gate he's talking about things. Um, like uh like like new information warfare and all and all this kind of stuff or, or uh silent uh weapons for secret wars and this kind of stuff and like God. and uh, but it, it's it, like but he doesn't, he doesn't explain it till chapter 11 so you read chapter 11 and explain it, it lays everything out and then you go back or whatever and i'm like i'm not gonna read this trash it's i mean it, it's it's one of those things that it's like um you, you know he, he had a radio show for a long time and um and, and that he was almost like the, the groundwork for those like super like wingnut guys like alex jones who i cannot stand but yeah. but also he hated alex jones though and i'm like well, you know maybe it's not so the idea. plus column um, um is it like anything like coast to coast am uh, you know i uh, coast to coast is one of those things that it's like saturday night live where it's like i, I feel like when you first that, that's one of the things that coast to coast is really good when you first find it, you're like, this is great. And then it changes and you're like, this isn't as good as it was before. This is trash. And you, and you, so you give up on it and you go back to it and you're like, oh, this was, this, this is even worse now. So yeah, uh, like, I've listened to some of the archive stuff. It's just not good. I, I feel like in theory, like I really, that, it, that really like appeals to me. Cause it's, it's like, like, I don't like, it, it's it, I occupy a weird space with that where like, I, I like, I believe in like about 1% of that stuff. And, yeah. And, but I love listening to it. I, I love like, like reading about Same. it and listening to stuff. It's like, like I'll, I'll have, I mean, I, I work in Gulf Breeze, Florida, which we had a, a crazy alien sighting. Cosmos. A, a rash of alien sightings back in the, uh, in the eighties. And yeah. um, there's a book about them and, and, and all this stuff. And, and like, like you can just go on to any podcast app and just type in Gulf Breeze sightings and you're going to find, you, you know, all this stuff about, um, Oh God, what's his name? Like Ed Walter, Ed Walters. I think, I think it was. Yeah. Ed Ed, well, I, I have his book on my shelf over here. So I was looking well, for I hope so. Um, but uh, it, it, it's just absolute wingnut stuff, but I love reading it because it's such a, it's such a, a weird and yeah. cool thing. But, um, but anyway, that's just a, a kind of a long way to uh, just to get back to, to me saying that uh, adult brain like this one a lot. And um, so I'm going to award this episode uh also for pale horses getting shot by the cops That's outside rad of rad mountain fortresses out of five. <laughs> That's such a rad cover. I want that as a poster. It's, it's, a, it's a great, it's a great cover. I love the graph of that thing. I'd frame that and put it up on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> right? man, I, yeah. I, I, I was really excited to get to this point because we've had such the season two is such like peaks and valleys. Mm -hmm. And this is, this is, this is a peak. I, I like it a lot because it goes into little like kind of built world building actually. And uh, you know, the guy just showed up randomly one day. Omega Supreme actually has a story now, and uh, Devaster has a story. I, I really like how there's this well, you know, 22 minute long, you know, tale of uh, what happened with him, why he's so mad, why he talks like he does. And uh, you know, yeah, this is one of those that actually always really sticks with me as one of the better episodes of, of uh, season two for sure. So, yeah, man, I, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna match you there, man. I'm gonna definitely give this four. Giger space dragons out of five. I mean, this thing is just cool. Um, and there's a lot of really cool concepts. I mean, honestly, yeah, man, the dragon looked like it's like you said, a heavy metal cover. It's so good. Mm -hmm. It looks like it belongs on, you know, if, if someone took the, an, an Asia cover and, um, and like oh, got something else, I'm just trying to think, but yeah, that's how it looked. It looked like it was just like this artsy, cool, like psychedelic eighties glam rock, um, cover art that you would want on a record to hang on your wall. That's what it looked oh, like. Yeah. So it was, yeah. it was completely rad. Like I, th I feel like if Asia and rush had a compilation, this would be the space. Uh, like brand. almost like it's like, um, I think it had kind of like, almost like, um, like a Judas priest kind of thing. Like, like not quite oh. screaming for vengeance, but like, um, like, you know, like, like painkiller, you know, like the motorcycle from, yeah. pain, from painkiller. It's it yeah. almost kind of looked like that kind of bio metal stuff. But speaking of pronunciations, like where we started off though, I'm really uh, glad that you say Giger. For, I don't know if I say Geiger at first. Giger. It's Giger. It's our Giger. It's Giger. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I, I said it like that. Know. That felt wrong, man. Someone go like, you know, say Giger. Yeah. So yeah, HR Giger. 
Uh, sorry for everyone. right now, and I will fight you about it. <laughs> so yeah. sorry for everyone who's um, who's like the hairs of the back of necks uh, stood up when I said that. I'm sorry. I I did the same thing. I'm like that's not right at all. Why did I say that? Uh, so yeah, um, I I really dig it. Um, it was it was just a cool episode. It was like a lot of fun things going on. A lot of actually storytelling, and that's what we expect uh, with David Wise. David Wise mm-hmm. like helped write a lot of this uh, this the the storybook, the, the Bible for the show as it went along. So really big fan of that. Uh, so yeah, man, um, all in all, great one to watch. Mm-hmm. But uh, so yeah, uh, you know, that said, I mean, we have, we actually, we're getting into a, a good run of them. Uh, next one is going to be Child's Play and then The Gambler, which big fan of that episode. Um, so yeah, there's, there's going to grab a string of what really good ones coming up, including the, uh, actually it might be the, um, Search for Alpha Trion might be the next one. I don't know. It's it's in that, that area. So we're building a lot of uh you know story, like backstory for the Transformers, which is always a big thing for me. I always like that a lot. So big fan of that. Uh, it feels less like episodic, you know, it feels less like uh like an 80s sitcom where they just deal with the same problems that every show does. And right. it actually feels like morally like they're building the uh the mythos a little bit. So big fan of that. But uh yeah, man. um once again, everyone. If you disagree with us, if you agree with us, if you want to just you know um, yell at us, more than me, these guys at gmail.com or edhatestransformers at gmail.com or join the Discord, which we have going on. Uh, Sergis Friend, uh, this is a screen name on there. I'm blanking right now. The something. Uh, the Grinch or the Grouch? The Grouch. The Grouch. The Grouch. Grouch. The Grouch. Yes. The Grouch. The Grouch is um, I mean, I'm, so I'm yes. glad the Grouch. I'm glad the Grouch, <laughs> the Grouch is here. Uh, so uh, yeah, yeah we, we like it's nice to have the interaction there. You know, we can you know talk as fans or talking. You know, just you know, um, chew, you know, chew the fat or whatever you want to do. Sit at the water cooler and yell at each other. Uh, but yeah, so it's it's just it's nice to build the community, and um, so I think everyone for doing that. And um, for all you that we used to have on there a lot and who've uh, taken a break because of life stuff, always help you come back. So anyways, man, uh, you have anything to end on this week? Uh, Now just hit us up with your favorite HR Giger painting and uh, you should take that uh, Geiger, Giger, HR Giger. Uh, and you should also you should take that uh, that cover to behold a, p- a pale horse and make a heath out of it to use for the cover. <laughs> man. Oh my God. Okay, that, that, that's, yeah. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Mises Guys is performed by Evan Johns and Ed Strickland with Boo of the Excellent Underground.com. Research is also done by Evan Johns, Ed Strickland, and Boo of the Excellent Underground.com. All used images are property of Hasbro, Sunbow, Paramount, and or Marvel. And without you, none of this would be possible. So thank you so much for being here, and we look forward to you being here every week. <laughs>